0: Heather McDonald has got the Juicy Scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales, her real-life Mr. Sacred Serial Data and Serial Sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real-life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Heather McDonald, Juicy Scoop. Hello and welcome to Juicy Scoop. We're just days away from my fabulous show with Justin and Julie Goldman at the Krug Winery. I think I'm saying it right now. It's only taken, you know, six weeks for me to get it right. I'm very excited to be there. It's in the Napa Valley area and uh, it's 530 and 830. And the tickets are selling well, but I do believe there's still tickets available for both shows. There's not a bad seat in the house. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be fun. HeatherMcDonald.net. Get your tickets there. Okay, I also want to tell you I have such a fun weekend. I was celebrating Jeff Lewis, who's my good friend. He has a new show um, called Hollywood Houselift, and he had a big fancy party. You can watch it on freebie, and you can watch it for free. And anyway, so we went, and I wore a statement short. Um, I never knew that was a name until someone said, I'm sick of seeing your statement shorts, Heather. But uh, these were Trita Turk, and she uh, reposted my shorts, both the the pair I'm wearing right now, if you're watching this on YouTube, and the pair I wore, which is all over my Instagram. And I looked pretty freaking cute, and I got the dancing started, and it was just so fun And um, we partied and drank from about 1030 to about three and came home and jumped in my pool. So here I am with Chef Stu, who is dating Jeff and also Brandy. But there was lots of pictures. Go figure it out. It was a good ass time. Okay, I had to make up for the fact that I was not invited to Brittany's wedding, which was right down the street in Thousand Oaks. So this is how Thursday began. We got the news that the wedding was happening. It was all at her house in Thousand Oaks, which we always have the inside view of. Um, very Cheesecake Factory, as Chris Vangelo would say. That's where she spins and dances. It's my understanding that they it's a large property, so they pretty much built a tent for where the wedding ceremony was and then the where the food and everything was. She had a horse and carriage. She had lots of pink roses, and right off the bat, TMZ reported that her sons would not be attending, yet they wish her well. This came via um, – from Kevin Federline, Federline's attorney said that. And I just want to say, as mother of teenage boys, I, I totally get – I get this, okay? I get – also didn't I, – I know people probably thought it was sad that her boys weren't there. But if you just take the fact that they're teenage boys and the kind of relationship they've had and – If she gave them the out or gave them a choice, they might be like, no, we're good, Mom. We don't really want to stop surfing and playing video games to get in a tux and be at this weird thing where we don't know who's going to be there. And I mean, the family is estranged. The mom didn't go. The dad didn't go. Jamie Lynn definitely was not going to be the bridesmaid. The only family member there was her brother, Brian. So they have the big wedding, um, and then her First husband Jason Alexander, who was the guy? No, not the guy from Seinfeld. This was the guy that she married on a crazy night in Vegas that she invited Lance Bass to. Um, she wore jean shorts to that wedding, um, and right after, the, according to him, the family isolated her, made her get an annulment, and now what's interesting about him is I told you during this time. That we were all trying to figure out right before the conservatory got, she won her day in court. Leading up to that, that was all last summer, September, all that time, when my life was spent trying to decipher who are writing these crazy Instagram posts. Is it her? Is it this surf something social media company? What's going on? And I was talking to someone on the phone a lot who said that he had worked with her Um, on other projects and that he talked to her all the time on like a WhatsApp or something. And I was getting so much information from him and I really didn't know what was true or not. At a certain point, I'm like, but one thing he said was that Jason was oftentimes talking to her and in contact with her. I don't know if any of that's true, but if there was even a little bit of contact, obviously this guy is off in the fact that he broke into her house, he was wrestled to the ground, so he knew where she lived, and he's like, where's Brittany Where, Like, obviously he's off, but you always kind of wonder, if there was absolutely no contact with this guy since, you know, 20 years ago, whenever this first wedding happened, I highly doubt that the motivation would have been there to still basically stalk and try to find her. So I wonder if, If there was some truth to some contact they had, not that she was leading him on. Obviously, he knew she's been in a relationship for five years, but there's something very weird about that. So they got him gone before anything happened. So here we see a photo of the wedding and Drew Barrymore was there along with um, Selena Gomez and they were sort of sitting in the back, they had like little makeshift like pews that they brought there, like wooden pews, look like an old fashioned small church. And someone's like, well, who's in the front? Like if they're in the back, who's well, probably Paris, her mom and Madonna and Donatelli. They were all Versace. They were all there and, and and Donatelli made the dress. So there was this really awkward moment that went viral that the five of them, Drew, Selena, Madonna, Britney... Paris and Donatelli were singing strike a pose and they're like let's get to it strike a pose there's nothing to it vogue I mean it just it was very weird but of course we all loved that they were there now a lot of people um have requested that I do Drew Barrymore just to get since she had a not a front row seat about a a 10th row seat um at the event and what she thought so here is Drew Um, first of all, so incredibly, incredibly honored to see this icon finally get to be her authentic soul and be with her soulmate, her third husband, Sam. They're so connected. He's such a protector. And they, it was kind of a surprise. I knew about six days before and I said, yes, let me put on a brown cloak and get over there ASAP. And I saw my good friend Paris, who I adore, her lovely mother, Kathy. Um, Brittany's mom was not there. And that pains my heart at the same time. I'm not, you know, I don't speak to my own mother. So I really feel the day was just about her and flowers and (laughs) carriages and fantasy and hope and dancing and oh did we dance we danced um we danced our asses off in fact britney's ass was hanging out she switched to a short black dress and then a little red dress um and she just had a blast and that's what she deserved so it was lovely um we found out later that Paris was so excited to go to the wedding in Thousand Oaks that she skipped a DJ gig for President Biden in L.A., where other presidents of other countries are going to be there. The good news is Joe Biden wouldn't have known if she was there or not. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, um, Heather, what are you doing? You can't get political. Okay. Um, This photo was from her Instagram, and it's in the classic spot that she dances in, in her home, and Sam is looking at her lovingly, but what I noticed, and what other people have noticed, is that there's just a dirty broom in the back. I mean, I know that the guests weren't in the living room, but again, in all those years of me trying to figure out who is posting Britney's Posts. We now know it was always her. It was always her. No, but because somebody would have said, "Can I just crop that that broom out?" Anyway, the dress was off the shoulder. is very simple, very flattering to her figure. Little um, like bodice, like making the waist tiny. Off the shoulder. Um, this is what I I liked the dress and I liked the veil. What I did not like are the little weird gloves. I'm so fucking sick of gloves. I'm so sick of whole body suits with gloves. I don't like a one-armed glove and I and the only kind of gloves I like is like a Jackie O 1960s glove that comes either right up to the elbow or even longer. That's that 19 like 60s look. That kind of glove I like. But this was like a little baby glove and I didn't think it looked good with the dress. I also, I'm sorry, I didn't like the choker. I think that those if she would have gotten rid of the choker and the glove and just worn like jewelry, it, for me, it would have been better. But she seemed extremely happy and good for her. Um she, I got a photo of the the pumps, apparently, these are her pumps, and they were basically. The same style as the Sensible Brown Pump, but in a nice satin. I think that's just really what works for her toes, and I'm thrilled for her. So then I started to wonder, remember, her first wedding, and if it was at all similar to this one. And it was. There was a lot of pink and, and white and red roses. And she did it very last minute at a friend's house in Studio City. I remember that. I mean, I think sometimes you have to do that being a star, And she wore a short – she wore a couple wedding dresses. She wore a short wedding dress. And her hair was dark at the time. And, you know, it all looked fun. It would be interesting if any of these people in this photo got to go to this wedding, if they're still around. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. Um, But, you know, there you go. Um, And then Lynn's mom commented on her Instagram And she just said, you look radiant and so happy. I mean, her mom, Lynn, did. Your wedding is the dream wedding. And having it at your home makes it so sentimental and special. I'm so happy for you. I love you. I think that's really sweet. I have hope that in time um, that that she can get her mom back in her life. Some people would say, no, Heather, they're all awful. Let her never be with them. But... I think in the end, she would like to have it, but on her own terms. And I think it's fine that she did not invite them to the wedding. Um, meanwhile, Madonna news. Julia Garner, who played Anna Delvey and also in Ozark, she's extremely talented. She will be playing Madonna in the Madonna movie in which Madonna is in charge of the um, I don't know if she's directing it, but it's her story. She's going to make sure. So there's not going to be one thing that makes Madonna look bad in this. So I don't know if it's going to be as juicy as we want, but I don't care. I'll be watching it. Um, I, I've heard some things about Madonna. I, I know someone that worked with her for many years, like 20, 15, 20 years ago. And there's some juicy stories that are not super flattering, but at the same time, who cares? You know, I, I. it'll be fun to watch it. It was very, other people were up for it, but it was very hard because you really had to sing and be able to dance and then also pull off her voice, look like her. And I mean, I think we're realizing how incredibly talented Julia Garner is. I remember seeing her on Watch What Happens Live and this there was talk of this. I think she's an excellent choice. Madonna is directing it. And Madonna is directing it. I think it'll be great. Because whatever, it's her story. She should be able to tell it. Nobody else should. So good for her. Also over the weekend, Rebel Wilson said, I thought I was always looking. Rebel Wilson, the actress, Australian actress, pitch perfect. She was always like a curvy girl and a comedic girl. Now she's lost a lot of weight. She looks great. Oh, did you ever watch that movie on Netflix? So So she has a new movie on Netflix that I want to see where she wakes up from a coma and it's, you know, she's 20 years older, so she's living like 20 years ago. I think it's such a funny, brilliant idea. Do you remember the name of the movie? No anyway, you said you liked it. It was so funny. Annie liked really it. Recommend. So anyway, um, she's gay. She's gay. She's in a relationship with a woman. She said, I was always looking for my Disney prince. I didn't realize what I would find is a Disney princess. The girl is very attractive. They actually kind of look she's alike. Here what senior year Senior year. so like she gets into the into the uh coma when she's graduating high school so that she wants to go back so i actually want to see it i think she's really talented and i want to say out, out of all the people coming out that n- totally did not surprise me because i don't know why i just always thought there was something interesting about her and when she was um dating this guy jacob bush she's the heir to the Anheuser-Busch, or one of the heirs. Um, I remember when he was dating Adrian Maloof. I thought that was kind of a weird pairing. There was a huge age difference. Then when he was with her, there was not only an age difference, but I just didn't know how they got together. Um, For all these reasons, I'm just not surprised. I was like, I didn't see them together. I didn't think it made sense. (laughs) Anyway, Happy Pride. Um, <laughs> good for her. But then, so, you know, first I was like, does she have the greatest P- PR person and plan? You know, like, or, or do is she saving it for Pride Month? What happened? Then the news came out that an Australian magazine knew that she was seeing this woman. And they reached out to her for a comment. Would you please comment on your relationship with this woman? And it was because of that that then she blew them off T- took a couple days and then was like, okay, I'm coming out. I'm in love. This is who I am. Obviously, it's all good. You know, thank God in 2022, it's not going to hurt her career. If anything, it's going to help her career, make people get to even know the real her more and respect her for that. But it was weird because the magazine, like the guy was like pissed about it. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, we knew the story first and uh, she didn't call us back. And then, oh, and now she has to announce it. It's like... Yeah, just like Madonna wants to do her own movie about her life at 62 years old. Like, let me be in charge of it. and let, Let's not have somebody else tell it. Like, that's why Angeline is pissed. Okay, that's why Angeline, pink Corvette Angeline is mad because they never even consulted with her. And now there's this whole series about her and she's still begging people to meet her at a grocery store and buy her $200 worth of groceries, groceries or get you to guilt you into buying like a $500 t-shirt while she right, you know, drives around grocery stores in the valley. So, yes, you should be able to tell your own story and so good for her, hope they're happy. Real House as Beverly Hills came out on Wednesday. And let me tell you the juice that's happening with it now, okay, since we've spoken last. There was this episode last year in which, you know, very heavy time talking about social injustice, racism, all of that was happening when it was filmed two years ago, summer of 2020, or summer ever. Anyway, at that time, Crystal and Sutton, Crystal is Asian. She grew up in L.A. She's married to a a very um, successful animated director. She's gorgeous and sweet, two little kids. She was talking to Sutton, who's extremely wealthy, from Georgia, divorced, really, really rich, probably the second richest person on the show next to this new girl, Diane Jenkins. Anyway, they were chatting, and we see that Crystal says, oh, please don't tell me you're one of those girls that doesn't see color. And Sutton's like, I don't. I don't see color. I don't. And I think at that time, we all kind of got what was Crystal was saying, the, you know, the nativity of, um, you know, of, of Sutton thinking like that you can really say that and really be honest about it. I think, you know, but we got that her heart was in the right place. Well, now Sutton is saying, Well, there was a lot more that was said that night that you guys don't know about that Sutton said that's so dark. I cannot repeat it. I cannot. I will not repeat it. I won't. And Kyle's like, Well, Sutton, that's not fair. You can't just drop a bomb like that. And what? Oh, sorry. And when she's like, Crystal, you can't just drop a bomb like that and then not explain yourself. You have to tell us what is so dark. What is so dark that Sutton said? So finally, I don't. So finally, Sutton comes out with it at the dinner. They go up to Punta Mita, and to just have Dorit relax from being robbed. And so, where else do you go but Punta Minta for that? Go to a, a hotel in Mexico, of course. not a private home. A hotel in Mexico in which then she gets into her room, Dorit, and she's like, sorry, I'm late to dinner. But they put me on a first floor with like a door open to the world and like I had to move rooms. And so I'm like, yeah, this doesn't really make sense. I know these shows require them to go on girls trips, but the idea of like, I just need to get away with my girlfriends to to Mexico But it was nice because the rich Diane Jenkins picked up the private jet bill. And then, you know, Erica Jane is like, "Mm, I remember when. I didn't have one jet but two. Now I have none. I live in a little dollhouse. It's expensive to be me. Oh, shit's going down with her. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. You guys know I travel a lot. Usually you get on a plane to see you to do a show. And I have a very hard time deciding what to bring. And I'm going to admit it, I'm an overpacker. That's okay, because this holiday season, Away offers a range of suitcases, bags, and other travel essentials made for different types of travelers. From the overpackers, that's me, to the minimalists, to the travel expert, to everyone in between. With its versatile collection of suitcases, bags, and travel accessories, Away offers the perfect holiday holiday gifts for every traveler. I just got the medium size. That is the perfect size, and it's not too big. It still lets me overpack and come home and be like, "Mm, I didn't wear those things. I don't care because every suitcase comes with an interior organization system that includes a built-in compression pad to help me pack even more and hidden and removable laundry bag that separates my dirty laundry. But what I really love is the four 360 spinner wheels, guaranteeing the smoothest roll even through the most hectic of airports and stations. It really makes the whole experience less exhausting having this great bag. Also, there's a 100-day trial on everything Away Makes. So take the product on the road, live with it, travel with it, get lost with it for a 100 days. If you decide it's not the bag for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that period. Okay, no ifs, ands, or buts. This holiday season, gift away at awaytravel.com slash juicy. That's awaytravel.com slash juicy. Anyway, going on so then Sutton this is like this is what I said I said we were I looked out one day and my daughter was in the jacuzzi with her friends and it made me so happy that of these friends two were black one was Chinese and another girl was a redhead probably Irish Catholic girl and I thought oh I love this this is this is so nice and So she says it. And Garcelle, who's black, is like, okay, was that really it? And Sutton was like, yeah. No, I mean, sorry. And Crystal is like, yeah, and you don't see that as problematic? And Garcelle's like, no, I don't. And Crystal's like, okay, And Sutton was really firm. She's like, you know what? This is like really scary because you make me feel like I cannot even open my mouth and it's not going to be misinterpreted. And I really think we're talking about someone who grew up in the South, who is super rich and white and is about 50 years old. And I think her intention in sharing that story was like, I grew up in a place where that was not my circle of friends. I grew up around people that looked like me, had my kind of money And I didn't think much about it. But now that, you know, my daughter is at you know, living in L.A. and these are her friends and these are people that she's made great friendships with. I'm happy that, you know, I had this kind of diversity in my backyard and they're really wonderful people. And they all get along because they're all just girls going to school together. I think that's what she was trying to say. But but Crystal kind of knew that she had this little nugget that other people would say that it's that kind of thing like, I can't be racist. My best friend when I was five was black. You know, it's like that kind of a thing. Or I slept with a black guy before. I can't be racist. Like that kind of a thing where we're like, but I think now two years later, the consensus is like fucking relax. Like this is ridiculous. You can't be canceling people because they didn't say it the right particular way at the right time. And this was so innocent, and we totally, you know, see, like, Sutton's innocence and why she shared it. So Crystal did not come off well, and I did not come well off well with the audience either. And that was pretty much all that was going down that week. Um, so then Kathy Hilton, she was at Britney's wedding as well, and she said um, – She had uh, All About the Truth shared this little nugget. She posted, truly honored to be part of this wonderful occasion, Britney Spears. And Lisa Rinna wrote, can I pay for a table at Britney's wedding? And Sutton wrote, depends on if you're actually going to pay or just lie about paying. That's the other other thing of like, did Lisa Rinna pay for the Elton John table or not? Or was she always a free guest because she's a celebrity and did Sutton pay for it or not, like, that whole drama. But, I mean, it was a slow... Day. I'm telling you, Lisa Renna was left alone with, a, with her phone and her Free the People sweats. She'd already danced to the entire Harry Styles album and posted it. What do you expect her to do? She has to start some <laughs> shit. God, people. And then Crystal... Looks like she took a great selfie on a on a uh, a jet, private jet, as one does. And she wrote, "Don't underestimate. Don't underestimate me. I name. I know more than I say. Think more than I speak. And notice more than you realize." And then Garcelle said, "What's with the cryptic messages?" I totally agree. I fucking hate cryptic messages. They're such a thirst trap. And then Sutton joined in. Like, who's going to win the World Series? I'm so confused. I found out I own two baseball teams. Never knew that until after my husband divorced me. And I said, I would have liked to have known. I love baseball. What? What's happening? Ugh, thirst traps. (laughs) Meanwhile, Kyle is supposedly hurt her back. I hope it was just like a pulled muscle. But she was in bed all weekend. Page six had to report on it. Hope she's okay. Okay, the house, the Girardi house. My God, you guys, do I have all the stats on this of all the, Okay, let me just wait. I don't know that I do, but okay. This house that we saw in it, it started at 13 million because I had to sell because they owe all these people, the victims, the lawyers, the all this, the trustee. Started at 13 million, went down to 11, went down to nine, went down to eight went down to seven it is now in foreclosure so now there'll be like an auction to sell it so i mean it might go up to like seven or six it's just a really big house i think it has bad mojo obviously um i don't think anyone wants to go pray in her little weird church and um These kind of houses are kind of hard to update and remodel, you know, but it is a great big piece of property. However, if you're driving behind it and there's a snowstorm, you might flip 12 times. So that also probably didn't help the sale. So meanwhile, Tom Girardi's ex-wife, Karen, this is the first wife that he had his children with that are like older than Erica. This wife was supposed to get money, 10000 a month, for the rest of her life because they were married for over 20 years and she never married anybody else. Well, now she's coming after him being like, you know, for some reason these checks stopped. Really? Karen, do you not know what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. He's in a home. He owes millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, I don't know they're going to be able to keep up with your $10,000 a month payment. I know you're entitled to it, but get... In fricking line, she says she's owed two hundred forty-five thousand in back um, alimony payments, and um, so yeah, she's. Uh, this brings the secured liens of six million onto that house, and um, so and just a debt service is costing them forty thousand a month just to manage all this. So, I mean, good luck with all of this. Um, it's a big nightmare. Oh, here is some juicy sports news that I found from Barstool Sports TikTok Thought you guys might enjoy. Um, so Steph Curry, big basketball player, his parents, I guess, got divorced. And then someone noticed that his dad was with this blonde woman and his mom was with this white guy. And they're all like, I don't know, 40s, 50s looking people. And so someone was like, God, it looks almost like his dad's girlfriend she would want – seems like she at one time she might have been married with his mom's boyfriend. They look like they're more of a couple. Well, people did research and they were married and they were all friends. So how did that happen? Like that's kind of insane. That's like – I think, I don't know if it's like a swinger story that went wrong or just really two couples that got to know each other and hang out. And then I re- I remembered it with Shania Twain. That song, Looks Like We Made It. Well, she had a best friend. Do you know the story about Shania Twain? No. Let me tell you a little Juicy Scoop history about Shania Twain. You know the song. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. Okay, it's about a song where she's like, everybody said we wouldn't make it. And it's a, you love the song. People always want, I always want to like play it up my anniversary and stuff like that. But then I realized that after the song came out, her life didn't turn out as well. Because she had a best friend and the best friend had a husband. And the best friend was like also working for her, kind of as like an assistant. Anyway, she found out that her husband... The one that was like, looks like we made that husband was getting with the friend. They fell in love. They broke up. She was devastated. But then Shania ended up marrying the friend's husband. So her second husband, I believe, and these are things that come to my head. So I'm not running around double checking, but I'm like 99%. This is the story. So the point is, this can happen. Because I think you find out that your spouses are cheating and then you form an alliance because you're both, like, scorned. And you're like, can you believe the deception these fuckers did to us? And then you're, like, crying and you're sad about it. But then socially you were always friends. And so you're like, okay, how about us? I don't know if these couples <laughs> knew each other, these Steph Curry's parents and these friends, but it's kind of amazing. I also saw a TikTok where this guy... Did one of those TikToks like, hold up your hand, hold up a finger if, you know, and then he tells this like awful weird story. And his story was he um, and his wife loved each other. They got married. They had kids. Their parents loved each other. Like the parents all got along, everything. He and the wife ended up not getting, you know, getting a divorce. They break up. After they break up, both sets of, of their parents, grandparents to the kids, break up. And then the parents all married each other. So the kids are like all confused like well these are all my grandparents but this this wasn't the original set. Yeah. But technically they're still all grandparents the same kids. But like one is a grandpa and one is a step grandma or no. No, they're not. There are no steps because they are all original grandparents. They just swapped spouses. But the parents are still divorced. Anyway, I love it. This I didn't love. Poor Justin Bieber. Um, he had to cancel all of his shows coming up. And I really didn't do that much research on this disease. But I mean, it is cured by a virus and they say shingles and it's a nerve in your ear. Okay, so it's caused by a virus and. All, also, shingles can... Online it says it's caused by shingles. In his video, he says it's caused by a virus. So it's some some people get it from shingles, a result of shingles. Some people get it from a virus. It causes a nerve. So it caused like almost like a, a paralyzation of his face. And But it is curable. And it's just a very scary thing. And especially after his wife just had her issue with her brain. I mean... I mean, it's very bizarre. If I, I don't know, if I was them, I would definitely want to like, and I, I, I would want to make sure there was some, not something, it's just toxic in their house or like mold or I don't know. Or, you know, was it vaccines? I don't know. I mean, shingles, I don't, it doesn't sound like you have shingles most, but you can get shingles when you're young. I don't, I really don't know about this, but. I feel really bad. And I think it's great that he just came forward. I mean, I guess you have to when you're canceling shows. But, um, you know, interesting to see with that. Post Malone, the sweetest, scariest looking person that ever lived. Now we're like, there was a time when face tattoos were associated with scary individuals. Now we're like, oh my God, it's Post Malone. It's just like a Post Malone. He's such a delight, he's so sweet. He loves country music, he's so excited to be dad, and he and his fiance had a baby. And I'm very, I've never talked about this, but I actually know someone really close to the Malones. And um, I got a photo of the baby, and here is the baby. So cute. If you guys are not following me on on, uh, YouTube, you're missing this. Um, You can see just such a cute little nose, and then just very, looks a lot like Post Malone. Um, has a little uh, Juicy Scoop tat under the eye. A little Always on the forehead. Just stunning. Little just little Playboy emblem. Just <laughs> adorable. Just so much like him. You're like, Heather, that was so corny. I couldn't read this. I told Annie my idea, and she just, like, freaking wet her pants. I got so excited, too. <laughs> put some tattoos on a baby and the baby is my baby. Cause I'm like, I can't just get a random baby off the internet. So I had um, Drake send me a baby picture of, I think it's Brandon. I don't know if it's Drake or Brandon. We don't know for sure. Who cares? It's cute. This is the craziest legal story. You guys, I don't know how this girl won this case. She's stayed in the sky. He had a Hyundai. They boned in the back seat. He gave her HPV. She decided, you know what? I'm not just going to sue him. I'm going to sue the company that insured the car in which I got this disease from that's really screwed up my life. So she sues Geico, the little Australian um, lizard person. And that little lizard now has to pay her <laughs> $5.2 million. What is it? No, it's a gecko. Get it, Geico gecko. Anyway. And then they appealed it and and three uh, a panel of three judges said, no, Geico should pay her five point two million dollars. This is so scary. This is for HPV. This is why boy moms get your sons to get that HPV shot. Nobody can come and say they got HPV from either one of my sons now and try to sue me, the car, the bed, the sheet company, the dorm, the university. I mean, where does this go? Like, where does this—I cannot believe that they allowed this to happen because I don't understand how—like, I—okay, because, like, I I, I get it. You get home insurance— on a house you own. So if someone is walking down the steps and they trip and fall, then they can sue you and you'd be protected because your homeowners would pay for that. I like understand that. That's how it works. This about, I mean, insane. I totally disagree. I mean, good for you girl for being really thinking out of the box and out of your box and like going, I'm going to get paid no matter who it's obviously the guy who owns the Hyundai isn't going to give you five point two million. So let's go to Geico. But I mean, crazy story, really insane. Oh, um, was a Hyundai Genesis, so I guess that's pretty nice. Anyway, still. <laughs> I don't care where you. Get- <laughs> I don't know, but just be careful. Use condoms, and if there's, you know. And also, you, I'm telling you, don't no girl can come after me and say either son gave that to them because I got the shot. Okay. Amber Heard spoke out um, on, again, the Today Show. So they've had everybody. They've had both sets of lawyers, and now they had her. I only saw a small clip. It was this morning. But I think she's taking the right path in her point of view. And she says, I do not blame the jury I totally understand why the jury would come to this judgment because uh, Savannah, that's Savannah, I think, um, asked her, okay, to be blunt, like no one believed you. Basically, they didn't believe you. And she goes, yeah, I can see that. Why? And she's taking the stand of like, you have a beloved movie star character. And for three weeks, they heard testimony from employees of his and also randos that just are like so beholden to him that they would say anything. So after hearing that many people say that, I can see why they chose to believe them and not me. I mean, I think at this point, you just need to try to save yourself and your reputation. And I don't know if she's going forward with the appeal because we don't know if he is going to insist that she pay him or not. If she doesn't, If he says you don't have to, then maybe she won't appeal it. Maybe she will. I would suggest she doesn't. And I think this is the right kind of thing to say, is to play that – and this is – I'm not saying I agree with her. I'm saying I think this is a smart move. If I was Amber Heard's consultant, this is exactly what I would have told her to say. I would have said, play up the fact that he's this 25-year-older man than you, so much more established in the business you were the it was a a very unfair uh dynamic in the relationship an unfair power play of him being here and you and her being there and there was no winning when someone has this kind of money power and is beloved and da 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 so i thought that was probably the smartest thing to do meanwhile this crazy thing happened in the Camille Vasquez life there is <coughs> There is this professor from Stanford, a female professor, who went off on Twitter. And it came just – her first tweet came just a day after the jury ruled in Depp's favor. And um, she just started going off. She wrote, In a society that strips women of real power, some women have learned to seek male approval in the hopes that they won't be raped or abused or humiliated. Sucking up to power might feel good to you. But it won't work. You will be next. That is what this woman was writing about Camille Vasquez. Well, people really didn't like it. They're like, who is this female Stanford law professor trashing another female lawyer? Like, this is horrific. So, um, a whole petition started to get this woman fired now um, from Stanford. So, But, but the tweets, there were a lot of them and they were really strange and kind of coming out of nowhere and, and really attacking Camille. And I agree. It it felt very much like, why can't you just support another woman? And then people were writing to her, well, what if your son was accused of domestic violence and he needed a defense team and Camille was, did a great job for your son. Would you feel that way then? You know, that she is an awful person for defending a man, um, it's pretty disturbing, and obviously I think Stanford has a problem on their hands with her. Meanwhile, there's this other guy named Greg Brooks, and he is suing Johnny Depp for physical abuse. It's been going on for a few years. Um, <clears throat> he said they got into some physical altercation on the set of some movie um, in which he, Johnny Depp, he alleges Johnny Depp J- punched him twice. they is an article in which Johnny Depp refers to this and said that he did this. Anyway, he is suing him, and there is a trial set to happen, I think, for July. And um, supposedly, Camille's going to uh, defend him for that, too. So all these scissor hand people and pirates, I don't know what you're planning on doing this summer, but this one will be in L.A., so might be more fun, and you can go and watch that. Oh, my God. There was a Charlie. Speaking of um, Willy Wonka, another role that um, Johnny Depp played, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Remember that part where the one kid in the old original movie, just the one I liked. OK, he um, is wants the chocolate. And so he just like starts eating it. And and and, the, and Willy Wonka's like all pissed. He's like, that's that's all you ruined it. It's all going to be contaminated now and they're like I always thought that was weird as a little kid I'm like god Willy Wonka's like a dick like mm-hmm. he's like so mean and so scary and I don't even think this is fun anymore like he like terrified this shit out. good day sir good day I hated that anyway <laughs> these people are working at the M&M factory and um they fell in a big chocolate vat and it was actually really scary because they were like getting stuck in there and I don't think that they, like, wanted to go in there like the fat kid in the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Good news is they got them out. Um, they But just like Willy Walker, probably the whole thing had to be thrown away because it was all contaminated now. Um, but I just thought that was so funny. Okay. Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip. This is the Ex-Wives Club. This is set for July 23rd. And we have it's saying it's at Dorinda's house at Greystone Manor and lots of different ex-housewives there. But Vicky is there and they did not get along. I got some inside scoop of what goes on on this show. And Dorinda, it's her house. It, it's, a, it's a boozy, long weekend. And she was not nice to Vicky, who came licking her wounds. This was filmed right after Steve Lodge, brother of Roger Lodge, had dumped her officially, even though he says, oh, I dumped her a year prior. It's her understanding she arrives to do this show, and she just found out that he's engaged to another woman who's 35, and, you know, she's absolutely devastated, According to what we're going to see, uh, Dorinda was not too nice to her about it. Didn't enjoy that she was like laying in her bed and not like picking pumpkins or whatever they were supposed to do on this show. And I told you how all these girls get really pissed if they have to put on a mic bat pack any earlier than anybody else. You have me for eight hours, okay? Like, this isn't, it's like they treat it like it's a factory now. So, anyway, Dorinda heard that. Vicki said something to the effect of, about the Greystone Manor, um, the house is not really my style. It's a little old and dated. I'm not into it. Well, Dorinda went off. Her show, she has a podcast too, who doesn't, called Make It Nice. Well, she wasn't very nice. And well, let me see what she says here. <laughs> like you may not like my life, okay? But also, don't date people. This is what Dorinda's thing about Vicky don't date people that pretend to have cancer if you know what I mean Ooh, referencing Brooks um, then she goes on to say let me see um, I also don't meet date men that also don't date men that leave you for women that are half their age you want to get mean I'll get real mean ask me how I'm doing not well bitch no, she didn't ask that part. But so mean. Like again, was she friends with the Stanford professor? Like why aren't you supporting someone? She goes on. She's like you know so obsessed about her. You know, she gives a little history of the Greystone Manor, was built in 1902, and it was by the famed architect. It's absolutely stunning. It's not coded to casa. I'm not living in a mini mansion with a slide that looks like, you know, Chris Rock should be performing in front of it. No, like she, not Chris Rock, Kid Rock, you know, Vicki Golveson's old pool, but she sold that house. Anyway, (laughs) there's one thing housewives like to do. They like to be real mean about each other's homes. Remember, Nini said, oh, a white fridge. Who has a white fridge? White fridges are actually coming back in right now. I just saw a Viking white fridge that's stunning. Anyway, it's good promo for this show. And I think Dorinda might be reflecting on the fact that she is a real bitch in this show and she's going to come off real fucking mean anything else but nice. So I think she's taking the incent, like the taking the first hit. So when we watch it we'll be like, well, yeah, Vicky shouldn't have uh, said anything mean about Bluestone Manor, you know. But no, Vicky Vicky is an Orange County girl. She probably wouldn't love living in some house that's 150 years old. So, whatever. I just thought it was mean. Like you like it's mean. It's uh, but the, it's also she's trying to say like I don't feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you that you dated a guy that faked cancer. I don't feel sorry for you that you picked a guy that had been married three times and then dumped you for a thirty-five-year-old. Like use your brain. I'm a smart woman. All right. Well, you know you you I don't know. You're single too, Dorinda, and I don't know that you you know you weren't that happy with your dry cleaner. So just whatever. It'll be good. Uh, that I can just say. This, oh, I found another quote. This is Dorinda talking about um, Vicki. Well, listen, this girl that thinks dancing on tables in a bar in Puerto Vallarta or whatever that place is, is called fun. So, I mean, you can't really have people that don't have taste understand taste. You have to have a taste level to understand a home like Bluestone Manor, and you have to understand a lifestyle. Wow. I cannot fucking wait. Also, Netflix talk about JLo lo working so hard. The only juicy thing I heard about it is that she was pissed that the NFL made her share a headlining gig with Shakira. Now, she didn't disparage, really, like, say anything bad about Shakira. She was more like, they don't make guys do that. This is weird you know, it's one thing if I was doing it and I asked Shakira to feature for me or do like a song or tune with me, but now we have to split the time, like, you know, whatever. It was 12 minutes. We could only have six each. This is going to be hard for me to get all my hits in. And she's pissed about it. I did not watch this part, but she's pissed. And people, but people thought it was a little like a little bit of a dig over Shakira. Other people are like, well, Shakira stole the show and maybe that's why she didn't like it. You know, that. People thought that it was better. I liked it when they did it together. I thought it was cool. But they're like, she's like, of course, if you have, you know, a Latino woman, you can't just have one, like two Latino women make up one guy. I don't know. You know what she was trying to say. So then this guy on Twitter, bless his heart, it's at the Titan Batty, um, goes by Sissa. He went and made this incredible Twitter thread of an article that she did for Movie Line Magazine in 1998. Now, this is, you know, over 24 years ago. So we're now we're really holding her against kind of being a bitch 24 years ago. But this is some of the things that she said that I think are amazing. First of all, she said... Um, wait, I want to go back to that one. When talking about Selma Hayek, she says... We're in two different realms. She's the sexy bombshell, and those are the roles she does. I do different things. It makes me laugh when she says she was offered Selena. That's, hey, if that's what gets her publicity, then that's her thing. Wow. Then on Winona Ryder, I was never a big fan of hers. In Hollywood, she's revered. She gets nominated for Oscars. So bitter. But I've never heard anyone in public or amongst my friends say, oh, I love her. Well, you know who did love her? Johnny Depp. Okay, move on. Uh, J-Lo on Cameron Diaz. Mm, You know what? She's a lucky model who's been given a lot of opportunities. I just wish she would have done more with them. Oh, what a sweet backhanded compliment. And then she says, um, Do I think she's a great actress? No. No. Acting is what I do when I'm... Oh, sorry, about Madonna. She goes, Do I think she's a great actress, Madonna? No. Acting is what I do. I'm harder on people when they say, Oh, I can do that. I can act. I'm like, Hey, don't spit on my craft. This is 1998. Then on Gwyneth Paltrow, she says... Tell me what she's been in. I swear to God, I don't remember anything she was in. Some people get hot by association. I heard more about her relationship with Brad Pitt than I ever heard about her work. Says the girl who's been engaged six times, twice to the same person. Women women. But again, 1998. People grow up, people could change. Um, but then what I loved is... a What she said about herself was, on myself, I'm the best. I feel like I can do anything, any kind of role. I'm fearless. I have the stardom glow, that J-Lo glow. I'll get better as I go along because I'm open to getting better. Well, this is someone that really didn't give a shit and really strived to get what she wanted. This article is very outdated, very not women supporting women, but snarky as fuck, and I appreciate it. And she may have really felt that way. She probably did. She probably realizes now it's not that cool. Um, Alex Rodriguez, meanwhile, is just having fun. He's got some girlfriend, this girl, Catherine Paget. They're having a good time. Uh, Joe Gorga went and uh, confronted one of his renters, who he says hasn't paid in four years. The guy goes, um, the state's paying you. The guy gave the video of, George, of Joe Gorga yelling at him to TMZ. But I read the comments and they were predominantly on Joe Gorga's side, being like, yeah, you know, this is ridiculous. People thinking because of COVID and stimulus packages, like you just never have to pay rent again. What about the person who owns the building that really depends on that rent to pay other expenses? Like, this isn't right. So I think he'll be fine. Ramona went on Jeff Lewis's show and he asked her about the invitation for Teresa and Basically, she said exactly what I said on my show two weeks ago, which I thought was amazing. And um, this girl I thought was interesting. Jamie Chung, she's this really beautiful actress. And this is in Daily Mail. And it was kind of interesting because she was just so honest. She said, I had a surrogate carry my twins because I felt the way my career was going, I could not slow down. And not work for like a year and a half, um, because I know how this works. And if you're you're only as good as your last project, so I, you know, had a surrogate carry my babies. I'm very happy to have my babies, but that's why I did it. And I really, <clears throat> I think it is interesting because I think a lot of women might do that, and they sometimes they lie, or sometimes they say it was a health issue. Sometimes it might just be vanity, but in this particular case, it was like. No, I really cannot take off the year and a half to have these babies and get my body back because I've worked too hard for this career and I'm I've got all this hot stuff happening but I also really want to have these babies and I think that's a wonderful thing. Like sometimes you got to make that choice. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's so good for her. This elephant this is from um Puberty Latest. This elephant saw this 7-year-old woman and, like, trampled her. It's horrible. Then she died. Went to the hospital and died. Then they had a funeral. And while they're celebrating the funeral, the same elephant came back and trampled the corpse again. Very odd. I mean, you know, they never forget those elephants. I don't know what this woman did to them. Um, Megan Stall- Stallion is the face or the ass of Mugler. And these are real genes, right? Annie, they are jeans that just have a G-Street, like just a jean denim just goes up the butt crack and full open ass cheek on either side as well as the thigh cutouts. But it's really full naked ass. How much are these jeans? I don't think they're cheap. Definitely not. And Kylie Jenner's um, nipple bikini, I guess, um, you know, I didn't know if like that was part of her brand because she had makeup coming out that was like, you know, little things on your faces, like a I mean, little like a cheek blush thing. No, there's a real bathing suit made in all different skin colors that have the nipples on it. And Buzzfeed has reported that this other um woman, it's a company's called Tata's, that she's had this for like a long time. And then um, oh, Jean-Paul Gautier then made the same bikini and is selling his bikini for $325. That's the one that Kylie wore. But this girl created this company, Tatas, in which she gives a portion to charity. And so, I mean, that's... But, I mean, I think this is all good PR. If you guys want that Kylie Jenner nipple bikini, look up Tatas. You can get it for about $35. Um. Now, you guys, I watched um, Real Housewives of Dubai, and I have a special little segment with some major inside Dubai scoop. So here we go. Hello. Well, I've got some exciting news. We've got a Juicy Scoop special correspondent. You probably didn't think that there was Juicy Scoop in the golf world, but there is. And I birthed the correspondent. His name is Drake Tobias. And it has to do with the Real Housewives of Dubai. I made you watch a little of this show. What did you think of it so far?
1: Um, I thought it was pretty boring. <laughs> and, uh Yeah, I also thought it's interesting how these women are like American and they're in Dubai.
0: Right. Well, they said about 80% of the people in Dubai were not born in Dubai. And then you brought me some juicy scoop of what is going on with some of the top golfers in Dubai. And what is the connection? Well,
1: basically, these uh, Dubai princes made their own golf league. To compete with the PGA, which is the Professional Golf Association, um, and they're trying to buy these players for like over $100 million each, and so, I mean, that worked, so yeah.
0: So this guy, what's his name, Dan Rappaport, is he a big deal? No. Okay, he said, <laughs> he wrote, no surprise here, but source says Bryson D shambo is getting over a hundred million dollar guaranteed to join the liv what does liv stand for
1: i don't really know Oh, whatever that's like, the saudi yeah, Arabian that's golf the, that's people. the thing though
0: the saudi backed league have paid somewhere between 400 and 500 million to bryson phil i thought his name was nicholson
1: no mickelson oh
0: and dustin johnson yeah, So, and
1: also like Tiger Woods rejected like $900 million or something. He did. Yes, he didn't want to take it, which I mean I would have taken it if I were him.
0: Well, <laughs> do you think he didn't want to take it because he already has so much money it doesn't matter and he'd rather but, like be on principle not to do it?
1: I mean like a billion dollars is a billion dollars. Like I don't care how much money you have, you know?
0: yeah. So, what I thought you were telling me this because I thought it was opening up spots. If all these guys are going to Saudi Arabia, will it open up a spot for you so that you can play and maybe make some money?
1: No, I mean, (laughs) I'm not even in like any tour. So,
0: so what is P? So, this is from Golf Digest uh, Instagram PGA Tour officially suspended. This is is Dustin
1: Johnson here. He's the guy in the blue shirt. Yeah, and the blue shirt. That guy got yeah. paid 125 million to join. Which, by the way, like a normal golf player, like the best golf player in the world, got paid like 11 million last year. That was number one. Okay. So I mean, you're getting paid like
0: ten tw- times as much. Yeah,
1: exactly. But and what um, does
0: it mean? So you have to play in Saudi Arabia, and now PGA... no, you like they're
1: actually playing in London this week, but they. But it's then just they... their league. But and then what is,
0: happens next year? Are they in this league for a year? Or are they in the league indefinitely and they can never go back to the PGA?
1: I think that's just their yearly contract. So then they just signed another contract. But what the PGA is saying that they don't want anyone that joined the tour to ever go back to their tour.
0: They're so bitter. They're so butthurt.
1: Basically, yeah, they're super butthurt. Okay. And they're just like pissed off that everyone's leaving.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know who's not making that much money? The Real Housewives of Dubai, because Bravo is not, that does not have that kind of money, okay? <laughs> but what could be fun is if the Real Housewives of Dubai go to a fun golf thing. Or, yeah. ooh, who's got a hot wife that's one of these people that picked a thing?
1: I mean, pretty much everyone does, but oh. the, yeah, <laughs> Dustin Johnson does. <laughs>
0: Okay, so Dustin Johnson's wife
1: That's, could join you know, the Real Housewives Dustin of Dubai. Dustin Johnson's wife is uh, uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter. So it's that Oh percent.
0: my God, that is so juicy. Okay, if she joins Real Housewives of Dubai, then maybe I want to watch, right?
1: Yeah, you'd probably want to watch it. Okay,
0: I mean, I'm watching it now. But I would like some California connection, okay? Okay. And then who's this cat? Oh, Phil. That's,
1: yeah. So this guy got paid two hundred million. He's the most expensive That's Phil right now.
0: Mickelson, Mikkel- and he's kind of like a hot older dad-looking dude. I mean, yeah. Does he have a wife who's hot?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. She's probably like forty-five.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, but she could join. Does she have daughters that you could marry?
1: Um, I think so. I don't know.
0: Okay, might you want to might want to look that okay. up because if she's about that age, she might have a a child coming up an age. Um, and this and this Play is Play all. Pot. And this is from Four Playpot. Who's hot? His wife. Who? Dustin. No, that. Oh, that's but, Phil's no. wife. Phil's wife is totally hot. Well, I
1: don't look them up. I don't know what they look okay. like. Okay,
0: well. This is from play Pod and what in this is just this is the letter. This is just
1: the letter that they're basically like so salty over about like if you join the live tour, you're not allowed to play any events.
0: Yeah, read some highlights from it. Well, I see at the bottom it says These players have made their choice for their own financial-based reasons. Yeah. But they can't demand the same PGA Tour membership, benefits, (laughs) consideration, opportunities, and platforms. Okay, go to the
1: next uh, photo.
0: (sighs) Ouch! But they could be invited to BravoCon, you guys. If their wives get on the show, along with making $100 million, they might be able to do a panel at BravoCon. Okay, go on.
1: Okay, so there's one part here where they're like... You, who are surely tired of all this talk about money, money, and more money? Well, obviously, it's all about money, right? You know, and I mean, no I, one wanted to leave the PGA, but you don't pay them anything.
0: When I was making you breakfast today, which what did I make you today? Uh,
1: chocolate chip pancakes and scrambled eggs.
0: Okay, you interrupted me because I was listening to my favorite podcast, which was Juicy Scoop with Brandon and <sighs> And you're like, "Can you turn that off? I don't you want to hear my Juicy Scoop." golf news. And I thought it was like something about your own friends playing golf. I did not realize that it was like world international juicy scoop golf news. I want to thank you for coming here and giving it to us. It was well worth it. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, when you told me a hundred million dollars, I was like, God, I mean, that's not just life changing. That's generations changing like your kids like you could buy houses all over the world so that if like half the world falls off into the ocean or the aliens land there you'll have like 12 other houses that you can escape to
1: okay well basically this is my prediction okay good
0: drake also does predictions (coughs) juicy scoop predictions by drake dobias go
1: well there's either two things that's gonna happen is that this entire golf league like fails and it's gonna be gone in like two years or what i think is more likely is that because basically these players that have left are not playing well this season, so they don't have any points. But the people that are really good are staying. And I think after the season's over, they're going to all switch over. <gasps> then, then,
0: well, then will they ask you to play?
1: Well, maybe because there won't be anyone left.
0: <sighs> well, everybody, thank you. Thank you to my son, Drake Tobias. He's going off to go play golf with his dad now. And neither of them have been asked to play in any professional tournaments in Saudi Arabia or in America. But that's okay, because you guys listen to Juicy Scoop, and we can all survive on that. Thanks. Thank you. Well, thank you, guys. I will see you this Friday night at the Krug Winery uh, with Justin and uh, Julie Goldman. I also want to apologize for calling Brandy a bitch on the last show. A lot of people didn't like that. It rolled off my tongue. I was just watching Real Housewives of Atlanta and like, oh my God, that's all Marla call, calls at Marlo calls everybody. Bitch this, bitch that, bitch. But I guess it was a little offensive. So apologize for that. Already told her in person. And the last thing was is I made an example. I said, say a guy makes ten thousand a month and I said as a government worker, I the reason I said that is I was just trying to say like you get a set paycheck for child support. Like it's not, I mean, you have to, if you get a set, a set paycheck, like, so a government worker makes the same amount. You can't write off things like if you're a, a business owner. Okay. So the example I used was $10,000 just to say, if you made $10,000 a month and you had one baby, you'd be expected to give $2,500 off the bat before you pay any taxes to your baby mama. Because a couple of people was like, what is she talking about? A government worker doesn't make that much. Okay, that's it. So I hear you. I corrected you. I apologize to Brandy. And I love you all. Thank you. Spread the word at Juicy Scoop. Thank you. Today's my birthday. Bye.